Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. Guys, I am so excited to bring you today's episode. So Chris O'Brien, who has the Instagram account come out better, we found each other. How? I don't even remember, but we found each other. And I started following him and just aligned to his content. Uh, He's all things red pill, but also health, spirituality. Uh, We talked about feminine and masculine energy. We talked about water, talked the frequency of chakras in the earth and and acidity and alkaline and how to raise our vibration, our consciousness, our alignment to live in the fullness of our being here on earth. And I'm so excited to bring this episode to you. And brother Chris, thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. I'm really honored to have you on. Absolutely, man. No, it's, it's, it's great. I've, I've been very calling in more things where I can connect with like-minded people to share a lot of information. I, I think we're in an age of information now with what's going on in the world and not being able to trust the mainstream news. And, you know, we are those anchors. We could, we could be the anchors for people and, and journalists. So this is awesome. So thanks for the opportunity. I'm excited. Oh, brother, brother, I, my pleasure. And just to affirm what you're saying. So I, I was in the news. I was a TV reporter and journalist and I was at different affiliates across the country. And I, um, did general assignment reporting, like the news type stuff. But then I would also do feature style reporting, like the fun entertainment or funny stories or heartfelt stuff. Yeah. The human interest stuff. And, yeah. um, I was down in San Antonio at the Fox affiliate down there, which is not related to Fox, um, cable, but it's owned by Sinclair broadcasting. Anyway, yeah. I was talking to, uh, I was talking about Ackman, Ackman back. This was back in 2008 and the main anchor goes, who's that? And I go, what the, <laughs> what the, fuck? what are you talking about? You're the main anchor of this station. You've been here like 20 years. You didn't know who the president of Iran was back then. And that just gives you wow, affirmation to what you're just saying. We are the news. The, the news is egocentric vanity. Yes. And that's... <laughs> that stuff only leads to more vanity and more ego, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a game of telephone. I literally believe that we're living in a game of telephone where a message was sent from the top down. Yes. And if it doesn't fit the narrative, it's misconstrued and flipped. So yes. everything you see is opposite. And right. it's a psychological battle where people are trying to discover what is truth and what is not, but their subconscious is constantly getting bombarded with negativity and, and murder and assaults and this and wars. And it's gotten to a point where it's become people's realities. Right. And now you, you start trickling it back to the top and people, I didn't know, I didn't, that person knew. And eventually it goes back to the original source message. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to be waking up to yes. where that telephone was picked up first and was trickled down to now your TV, your phone or your radio. That's and right. 
It's Man, a huge it, awareness. It is such a fun time to be alive. It's it, time. It's it's exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it feels like all senses are activated. Six senses activated. You know, people are really waking up to the higher consciousness. But at the same time, the other five senses are really waking up as well. It's like, yeah. ooh, this is yeah. being human right now. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize they're telepathic. I think mm-hmm. when you go sit in a room with people and then you start getting anxious, you think something's wrong with you or you're afraid to be around people when in reality, could you be picking up on energy? You had no idea you had that gift. I think a lot of people have been living maybe their life, including myself, with these gifts that are so divine in our DNA and our blueprints that are trying to be expressed, gene expression, right? That word magic I always talk about. And for people to not maybe fully understand or comprehend how powerful they are because the power was given away for so long over the years, their whole life to everything outside of them, you know, those, those gifts and knowledge of like clairvoyance and telepathy and mind reading, like you tell them that consciously right over their head, right? You, You disappear, they'll walk into a room, it comes right in. And I think people are starting to decipher the physical and the metaphysical. Um, and yeah, it, it could be a lot, but at the same time, like you said, it's the, this, we're like, this is not even the pinnacle, but we're starting finally from scratch after being yes. in, in the hole for so many centuries, decades, millennia in a way. It's, it's so cool. I, um, <laughs> I, I have so much we'll get into. I want to um, affirm just to educate people on how the news actually works. So there are two, and I don't know the knowledge, you know, getting red pilled and understanding like the CIA or whatever agency drops like the greater narrative. But I do know that every local news station, doesn't matter the affiliate, gets the same two wires. It's the AP wire and CNN wire. They have access to that. So that's when, when you see those videos where all the local news stations are saying the exact same thing. It's because they're pulling the exact same story that originate somewhere um and that's the news and that's what people think is and it's such a low frequency too it's like what's outside your door and it hooks people to like i gotta know when if you do go outside and you yeah just be yeah it's not what the news says Exactly. And it's, it's so new to people because of the emotions that they play out. You know, they, 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 it's a, the, the whole, you know, mind control, the remote control, trade programming, tell a vision. There's so many words there. If you really just see it for what it is and not the attachment that that's the actual source of information, it starts really paying a toll on your emotions with the fear, the anxiety, the stress, the hate and the greed, very low vibrating emotions that doesn't allow us to see love, compassion, gratitude, awareness, acceptance, and, and stillness. And so they're, they're working on a frequency. That's why we tune our radio stations to a frequency. That's We're true. living off that frequency. So a lot of us are down in a lower tune and we get static. We get white noise. And here comes truth coming in from an outside source, like a, like a Q movement or like a, a red pill drop or a yeah. conspiracy theory page. And that it rattles the white noise. And now it gets people with that, that cognitive dissonance and then boom, Agent Smith pops in trying to protect the, the <laughs> narrative. You know, when someone, when you're yep. talking to someone and you say 9-11 and they go, yep. what do you mean? Right. And they just, they drop their, their, drop their latte, all right. of a sudden their phone dies and now they, Agent Smith appears and you, that's what they just, it, it just becomes. But that's very interesting that they do get a lot of the, the information from those two wires. Yes. And then that just ripples out. It's like the grid, right? Yep. The news is the grid. It's, it's a quantum connection system in a lower vibration that 
takes hold of your psyche and your spiritual growth and enlightenment that a lot of us don't even know we have at the moment, but we're waking up to. But we are waking up to. There's a gosh, let's, let me, uh, (laughs) we can jump in on this, but tell me your story, brother. Where'd you grow up and and, uh, how'd you get to your spiritual awakening and then your entire awakening, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm Orange County, born and raised in Southern California. Um, I was an athlete my whole life. So just following the competitive mindset, playing sports, playing basketball, played in college, played professional down in Mexico. Um, I got sick when I was in Mexico pretty bad, uh, pretty bad with, with colitis and all kinds of other things. Then I started going to natural healings. I changed the water I was drinking. I started changing my nutrition. And it was probably December 2017. Here's, here's the crazy part because Q went online October 28, 2017. October was the month I started seeing 1111. Mm. I didn't know what that meant. And apparently Q came online and I felt like, you know, I, I, I came online and my higher self was like brought here. Yes. You know, I chose this time to help anchor in, you know, the fall of the matrix, a Phoenix rising and a yeah. breaking free of the illusion of the Maya, just from all this stuff I've learned. Um, about myself from the awakening. And then December, I had an out-of-body experience where I laid in my bed from 9 to 12 in the morning. Um, first week of December, I will never forget it. Left my body. I was above my body at the top of my roof, looking down at my beach house. And I was just like, like sleep paralysis where you can't really move your body, but you're aware. Came back into my body and I got this voice. Wasn't a man, wasn't a woman. It wasn't a certain tone. It was just words alkalinity, uh, CBD, detox, plant medicine, mm-hmm. spirituality, chakras, fasting, enlightenment, Dr. Sebi, Robert Moore. And I'm just like, who are, what are these things? Wow. And that was it. And that was my first kind of glimpse at a life that I never thought was possible because I always did everything the opposite of how the programs were, and especially Orange County and being an athlete and all these things. And that kind of threw me into the rabbit hole right away. And the biggest one was nutrition, uh, food. I was such a, I was a personal trainer for four years prior, uh, basketball coach. So I was always getting advice um, from people like, what should I eat? What should I do? And, mm. and I was recommending things that after researching, not sure why I ever did. And that woke up me a lot to, to things like Dr. Sebi learned about his alkalinity and, and like his perspective on electrical food. That's kind of why electricity started getting birth. And then that connected me to big pharma and how he went to court with pharma for all these meds. And I was like, medications, wait a minute. I thought these are good for people right. you know, in chemotherapy. I thought that's the only cancer thing possible. Right. I start learning about that. Four months later, my dad gets diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is maybe why this timing was what it is. My higher self had to wake me up first yeah. and you know, you have the initial shock, but I just stayed grounded through the whole process and you know, to condense literally hours and hours of, of those last two years. This all happened so fast. Um, it really took me down those wormholes. And then, of course, I come across the, 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 the 9-11 stuff and the conspiracy stuff and cognitive distance through the roof. I did not want to believe it. I was out on the beach, Newport Beach, for about four hours, like in and out of crying and realizing, like, I'm looking around on the beach and I'm reading this stuff and I'm seeing these kids play and these parents have fun. I'm like, they don't know. Like, I felt you feel all alone. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of people, you know, if you're listening to this, if you feel alone, know that you're not and know that you're actually first of what is being coming of this awakening. Um, but when you, cause there's some people I've talked to that have been awake for years, 10, 20, 30 years, all alone. Yeah. And it's just like, who am I kidding? So, you know, long story short, I started learning about fasting. I changed my diet. 
started detoxing, started practicing, um, you know, even looking into plant medicine, um, reading a lot. I'm, I'm all left brain. I'm a, I'm an information junkie. Like I retain and absorb my subconscious. Uh, I don't, have you heard of the human design before? No. Oh my gosh. Right. That like, if you ever look at the human design, you guys, it is the greatest thing to understand the energetics of your system. And for me, um, I have a three, five profile, which a five means universal. So in my subconscious, I see the bigger picture. I call it zooming out. So I, I feel like sometimes I'm above the earth looking at what's going on. So you want to go to Saudi Arabia, we can go down a portal there. You yeah. want to go to Mexico, I'll tell you what's going on. You want to go over to the White House, I'll, I'll fill you in. And half the time, it just comes to me. And I, I, I tap into that right brain because I'm all left brain dominant. Um, so the biggest thing, I guess, to take away is, you know, never stop learning. You know, find something that inspires you. Um, face something that triggers you because there's gifts there for you to transmute and flip. And the more you learn about yourself, because we learn about school, we learn about jobs, we learn about banks, we learn about relationships and celebrities and athletes. We learn more. We know more about our favorite athletes than about maybe oh, where we're from, yeah. Yeah. Or what mechanics we have. And when you bring it back to you, you start empowering. I started coming out better from it. That's where my whole brand started to grow with, with my initial COB. And it's just been a uh, conscious loving addiction of, of learning, growing, and then giving others breadcrumbs to do the same without doing it for them. And I think that encapsulates everything that I've, I've gone through. And just in two years, 31 years old, but just in the last two years, this all really transpired um, to what it is today. So that's so beautiful. Did, um, did you have any religious background growing up? Any, yeah. Like what was your paradigm growing up? Christian, yeah, full uh, Christian. My my grandmother was Catholic, um, so I was going to church, and that was interesting because you know some of the things. It, it's a loaded question for so many because it can be a triggering topic because it's something you've put your faith in so much to believe it to be true. Yeah. But again, when you pause for clarity, I say this all the time. Just pause for a second. Just pause. Like some people can't even like pause. Right. Be present. Okay. Just read something that goes against what you've been told. Just, just read it. Don't attach to it. Keep trusting in the Lord, everything that you believe in. Yes. And then read another thing and then question some things and then take a break, mm -hmm. integrate it a little bit and then get curious. But if you just go gung ho or if you, you know, shut people out, there's a lot of truth that could be there because there's a lot of great teachings. You know, yeah. I, I, there was so many Bible verses that really stood with me and still to this day. Um, and that really are empowering. And for me now to looking at the Bible and religion and, you know, whether it's Christianity, Catholicism, um, there's a lot of amazing pieces, yes. but there's also other dark pieces that are going to be exposed. Yeah. And to have that discernment, that's a, such a key word for a lot of people. If you've never heard that, look that term up as kind of deciphering what is truth and what isn't based on your emotional response um, I started really connecting dots and I, I, again, I brought it back to me and I, I'm such a firm believer that everything outside of us is within and God doesn't make mistakes. You know, I, it's an energy and we have this energy within us with a, a masculine and feminine electromagnetic fire and water, the balance. And when you can kind of honor that balance and embody it, you know, for me, when I went to church, I would read these Bible verses and these amazing scriptures and pastures and these notes I would take, but then I go home and I go drink beer and go watch football. And <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't embodying what I was yeah. being told. And so now when I woke up to my spiritual aspect of myself, because that's more of an embodiment, not someone maybe telling you what to do, they can guide you a little bit, but that's something you find within. 
that's the most, I've never been closer to God. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, I couldn't say that for 30, you know, 29 years from all the, the Bibles I've read and all the, the Sunday services and, and, and preschool and all this stuff. Ever since I let myself explore my spiritual side, I got closer than any, any pastor or any service that I've ever heard. Um, because then you have that lens where you can then absorb things and now you connect dots and you yep. begins to have a very enjoyable experience. So that's kind of my lens on it. Um, everyone has free will. Yep. I just let the collective kind of bring that forth. And I know we're entering a, a Christ consciousness period. Nice. Um, so to embody it, be about it, not just talk about it. As long as you're doing that, I support anybody a hundred percent, whatever yeah. they believe in. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Um, we have, it's so, <laughs> I grew up in a hardcore uh, religious Christian home, Catholic on, on my father's side, um, militant, and then evangelical on my mom's side with the Jewish, uh, Jewish influence. Uh, and, uh, Man, it was so because I also grew up really abused and and mm-hmm. so so confusing. Just mm-hmm. the craziest amount of confusion and fear and and sure. talk about holiness yes. and cleanliness, but then feeling so dirty and then just all this crazy confluence of craving liberation, craving freedom, craving love, craving like I would do anything just to be clean, and then constantly going to the source of where I was told to be clean from and feeling so dirty, broken on all these things. Shame. Oh, shame. oh my gosh. Shame. Yeah. Oh, it's heavy, heavy brother. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that because I, I relate to it when I was 20. I, I tried to kill myself and, um, you know, I was like the pray around the flagpole kid in high school. I was a worship leader at our church and, mm-hmm. um, and I always, like when I hear out of body experiences, I, I affirm people all the time. I, I lived, I could fly out of my body at any time because if, if I knew the abuse was about to take place, I would, I was gone. I would just shoot out. And, um, and what a gift that we have that ability. Yeah. Like I was talking to someone like how good and divine is, the source of love that even our physical body goes into shock. Like that's an incredible concept. Like you don't have to sit there in the pain. Your body actually shuts off and goes into some other, I don't know this, you know, all the signs to it, but, and um, so when after 20 and I didn't die and I really got clear that there is, there is a God, I mean, it was by an accident that I didn't die. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I went into that world to, find truth. So Hmm. every Bible version, every denomination, every, like I started waking up to like the Vatican. I mean, I started understanding that whole system and then I tried to work from within the system to take the system down, which did not serve me well. And it wasn't until I left the system and I did this podcast earlier this year that was a huge liberation for me. I said, why, and the title is why I left Christianity to find the love of God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, brother. And I have had so many people thank me and reach out. And it's like, I'm not even saying don't believe it. I'm just saying, like you're saying, pause. Yeah. Yeah. Information is neutral. Yeah. And bring in more information and then use your discernment. Use what lands. What, 
and uh yeah yeah brother anyway just uh share yeah. like i i get i get what you're saying you know and now very powerful and then there's that whole picture of like a fish in a fishbowl the religion yes. where you're constricted and spirituality is the whole ocean because you know if you're going to something to to you know, give the power outside of you. And if you do something wrong, you're going to be judged when you die. And people are like, they live on eggshells unconsciously and subconsciously, right? They'll go out and have fun. They'll go do their happy hour. But in their mind, they're like, oh my gosh, I got to go to church Sunday to to forgive myself. It's like, wait a minute. What? You know, when we hear about the teachings of Jesus and of all these things, it's, these are things he was trying to teach to, for us to embody. Right. Not just everyone to go point and look at him. And we have that box where if it goes outside of the box, outside of a pastor, what church said, you know, shame on you. You, you don't, right. don't you dare, you know, question the judgment of the Lord. It's like, right. whoa, judgment and shame and fear. Those are, right. that's a different vibration. That's a different emotion. But you talk about vibration. That's, that's taboo. You, yeah. Right. Those are you new there, age that, or you get all these. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, new age, old age, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. quantum physics, quantum science, this is all being proven. Like you said, you don't have to go into the science, but it's being proven now. And it's yes. going to be clear and clear that meditation and simple, um, you know, affirmations can bring you closer than ever. But it can't be me and you telling people you have to experience and you, you discover yourself. And that's take that as the empowerment. Um, if you're in that that box, so to that's speak. It. It's that's a great it. The, the experience, I, I reference this quote all the time and everyone listening, <laughs> thank you for your grace and letting me share this quote for yeah. it feels like the millionth time, but A.W. Tozer has one of the best quotes of all time related to this. He said, a man with an experience mm. is never at the mercy of a man with an argument. Meaning if you experience it, no one's going to logically, well, it actually, no, <laughs> I know it because I've Great experienced quote. it. I, wow. And uh, when I was in Texas, one of my good buddies down there, his dad's this old uh, horse rancher, cowboy. I mean, legit living the John Wayne life. He's a kick in the pants, man. He's like, I know it because I lived it. I didn't read it or watch it on no video. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. okay, well, I'm not going to debate you. <laughs> I'm not, you know. I can't argue. There's no. nothing. And that's where we try to think our way through and, and over logic. And that's where the, we get stuck in that left brain. Yeah. And that's the man-made construct of the matrix and something outside of you and the programs to keep you thinking, trying to argue, right? You, you right. see all these now today, whether it's about politics, Trump, anything, right. it's just, it gets nowhere. It's just constantly take your power, take mine. Let me take yours, do you take mine. But until people, you know, really stop and they listen and then they don't think, but they experience and they find it themselves that's where you've got to come from your space that there's nothing more you can do because you can't go against experience because it was a reality they manifested and, and actually endured. They lived it. And that's how I learned the most back to human design as a three in my conscious, I'm trial and erroring. So I, yeah, the things I share like from books and things like that, but all the stuff I share, I did it. And you can ask my partner, Jilly, who's known me, like I failed in business. I failed in sports. I failed in relationships. I, I didn't fail completely. Those are failures. I was failing because those are my attempts in learning. So yeah. word magic, again, if you ever feel like you're a failure, that's when you stop and you get stuck there. But if you're failing, you're just falling forward. You're, you're mm, your first attempt right. in learning. That's and so right. that's how I learned. And then, then I use books, podcasts, audiobooks, YouTubes to third party myself. So I experience it. And then the third party brings the logic and the proof in it to then connect it. So there's, you can't argue either because right. I experienced and I have, science logic to back it up 
some people have one or the other. So that's kind of my approach that I share on my page. And it resonates with a lot of people because they get to it. where it's so clear. Yeah, it resonates with me. I mean, when we found each other, I was like, wow, okay, this is a brother. This is, And, you know, I want to acknowledge you for your quiet strength. You know, there's a lot of bravado that you see in these pages. And, and it is clear that you have you are in your masculine. You're, you know, you have your feminine in alignment. It's, it's just is, it just is, you know, it's just really good. I want to acknowledge you for that um, because we need more, the war, the age of the macho man is over the era of ego overcompensating for the wounded feminine, trying to take everything and sex, alcohol, drugs, you know, women, all these things is that, that era is gone a while ago i guess but to have the soul liberators to stand in in balance i just want to acknowledge you for that because it's i i get encouraged when i see your content now i'm like oh yeah even when you have that uh was it bruce lee you know his hand becomes the water you know and it's you don't have to put words to that it says it all you know (laughs) just like it was it was great so i just want to acknowledge you for that brother thank you and I, i that's it's and again for those listening, I everything Lucas just said, I used to do. Mm. I, that was my 20s. I was my early 20s. I was 25, 26, 27, up until I had an awakening. And I lived it. And I, I followed that program. And I lived that lifestyle. And sure, it brought me the dopamine hits. And it brought me the ego and the gratification. But it, it had me suppress emotions. It had me neglect my self-health. It disconnected me from my spiritual self. Um, it didn't let me see women for what they are and who they are and what energies they have outside and inside of myself. When you men, if men hear the word feminine, they think lipstick and high heels, but it's an energy. It's, yeah. it's listening. It's holding space. It's staying grounded. It's, it's doing things out of compassion. It's forgiving. It's um, receiving. It's creative. It's receiving. Yeah, but it's very hard for a lot of men to receive because we yes. want to do, do, fix, fix handle everything and don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But then our inner child, our feminine is drowning amongst all that or burning in all that fire. And so here comes the water, splash people with it, let the feminine rise. And that's what's happening on the planet. Mother earth is rising. Um, Even back to religion. So many times I had a question. I was like, why is, why is it always he? Where's the she? And that made me go, Whoa, hold on. This is okay. And it's so unconscious because we hear it so many. He, or, or he will save us. He will do. Mm-hmm. But then where's the mothering energy? And it's, it's around us. It's in the plants and the animals and our feet and Mother Earth and Mother Gaia. And when you bridge those two and that inner masculine feminine starts dancing, sacred union, yeah. then that comes out as, as that, that uh, balance within. So anyways, thanks for, for yeah. recognizing me. Yeah, I, brother. That's... I, I love it. It's just so amazing. It's so cool. Just that connect is, dots. It's awesome. It is. Um, I want to connect some more dots. And um, so I was afraid growing up that I was going to be killed by, by those closest to me. That, that was a legit fear wow. that, that I'd be killed. And at a plant um, ceremony, my wife and I were at, um, I had this massive life-changing knowing. <laughs> it was a knowing. And, and the teaching was, my wife said, and we've, done, we've gone through a lot. Like four and a half years ago, I had an emotional affair with an, 
with an employee. I've gone through all this. I had yeah. so opening up to that wound and, and sharing that. Yeah. I started getting flashback. I mean, it was everything started unraveling and, and, um, my wife and I have been on this healing journey and um, it's been really, really beautiful. And I was at, you know, maybe two and a half years or three years into this healing journey with the emotional intelligence courses and, and lots of stuff together um, or on our own time. But I mean, we've both done the same thing. Yeah. Um, and we we're at this ceremony and she said to me, she said, and I used to think my love language was words of affirmation, but, and everyone listening, I actually want to challenge the concept of words of affirmation as a love language mm. based on the story. So I acknowledge that it is a love language that you have. I also want to uh, ch challenge why we have it. That's what I want to get to. Mm. So she was talking to me and we we're both engaged in this very honest, no ego I was listening, she was sharing, and she said, I feel like you are like a bathtub with the plug at the bottom, never, uh, never plugged in. And it just, I can fill oh. your tub up and it just constantly drains out and it's just never enough. You never, it's never enough words of affirmation. And I mean, this was a real moment. <laughs> We're sitting there like, whew. And in that moment, I realized that I had, let my ego like consciously like done all this work of dropping the ego and I brought it back to 99.9%. I, I was vulnerable. I led, I started another podcast called the vulnerable hero. I was leading vulnerable men's retreats, helping men truly heal. I mean, truly talking about their most painful memories, not skirting it, talking about the abuse, talking about those things. But here my wife is telling me, I feel like you're like a bathtub with the plug that's missing and, and I'm getting back to receiving and feminine energy. So yeah, I realized that I still had a fear that if I dropped my ego all the way, that I would still be killed by those closest to me. So I still had this, like, I mean, we have three kids. We've been married 13 years at the time, 14 now, but I'm, what does it mean if I really, really, naked, vulnerable, just, this is fully me. Well, yeah. will you kill me? Will you hurt me? And, and I realized in this moment, the greatest act of love I could give her was to receive her love. And when I didn't receive fully her love in the way she loved, it caused rejection in her. And the step always after rejection is resentment. Mm. And then I went to let us hear the whole conclusion of the matter. Fear God and obey his commandments for this, the whole duty of man, you know, uh, um, here is wisdom. Uh, the beginning, of, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I've always, I mean, I've studied with Hasidic rabbis for three years. I was just, what wow. literally do these mean? I want to know the truth. And it does yeah. mean fear, but what they don't teach is this. The word love in Hebrew means to give ahava the hebrew word of love in, in the hebrew bible is ahava which means to give wow. so love always gives so the greatest act of love i can do to give is to receive mm -hmm. so receiving is giving which is so wild it's a you know it's that beautiful confluence receiving is giving
Yes. And I can receive your, like you, my brother, receive your love and we can receive each other's love on this podcast and we give each other love and it's creating more love when people are listening to this and when we can create that world where at one time that feminine receiving was wide open and through parents or children or events or life or rejection, it closed up Mm -hmm. and it takes so much courage to just come back. But when we do brother, Mm -hmm. so I just want to affirm and share that story of the, yeah, the feminine energy is we, it is rising right now, which is why love is increasing because people are able to receive again the mm-hmm. love that gives the highest good, the highest blessing, the highest beauty. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And that, like you said it best at first, it's like the vulnerability for men to even say that they've had such traumas or such shadows and resent of their, you know, twenties or th- whatever age they are. And yes. you know, like you said, it's it's just it's a memory. Yes. So there's nothing you can, you can't go back to it. Right. All you can do is bring it up from the, I call it the, uh, the depths right below the iceberg, mm-hmm. right? We see the tip of the iceberg, but really deep where it's cold, it's dark. You have a limited oxygen supply. Nobody wants to go down there, but once you do first, everyone's like, can I go next? And that's the ripple effect we can give men is going deep within admitting that it's scary, admitting that it's really cold, admitting that I might not have enough oxygen, admitting that I don't know where we are in Antarctica, right. but then you jump in and you start swimming and you get deeper and then it starts, but then you get down and then you come back up and it's the greatest journey you could have because you're liberated. You're not afraid of cold. Yes. You're not afraid of depth. You're not afraid of darkness because you met it. That's and right. when you meet it, you, you, you know, light births from the darkness That's right. and then bringing it to the feminine side. It's like, you know, you could give people glasses of glasses with no water, that's still giving, but there's nothing to drink. So for me, I, I receive water first, whether it's from water itself, from uplifting conversations, from a community, from nature, from sound, all these things where we can receive this life force, free energy, so to speak, like a Tesla term. And when you fill that up in your internal holy grail, your, your glass, yes. that comes out in your words, your aura, your visions, your manifestations, your presence, your clarity, your posts, your content. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. But for so long, we've had empty cups because we've had blockages. Yes. We've been living in our root. We've been living in scarcity and survival, the fear, hate, and greed, the three pillars that I feel have taken over the planet up until now. Mm. So as the feminine is rising and the Schumann is rising right. and the waters are waking up, our internal DNA and reality is waking up. We're busting through the root chakra dam. We're busting through our sacred sexual energy traumas. Yes. We're cleaning our solar system and our gut. We're ascending to our heart space, which is zero point. We're speaking our truth. We're seeing through the illusion and we're tapped in. And that's the filling up of the glass. Uh, but we have to receive it. We've yeah. got to receive it because if we compress it and suppress it, like if we keep pushing our trash can down, yeah. one day you're going to wake up and there's going to be raccoons. There's going to be all kinds of nasty banana peels all over your house right right? but when you just take out the trash and you allow a new bag and you allow things to flow in and surrendering to the flow and release that control it's literally the gift like you just keep pouring it's like the magic trick well how does that guy keep pulling out because he's receiving from somewhere else (laughs) that's right we try to pull out and there's nothing to receive that's right and then we end up burning out and we have nothing left to give. And now we reach out for stimulants. We reach out for dopamine, mm. um, external reactions and distractions. And then back goes down the trash and back in the karmic cycle. 
So that's the, that, that receiving and giving is such a balance, the, the masculine feminine. That's so many people I feel are waking up to it. They just don't know the breakdown of it. So hopefully this was helpful for some. If yeah, just learning how to receive and learning how to give and having that balance, right? Receiving the oxygen first in the airplane right. and then give the oxygen to help others. Cause you can put on five masks, but you're out of oxygen. Put on a mask first, put on 50 masks and go from there and sometimes we, we get caught in those loops too but yeah those are just some flows about that stuff powerful that's great brother i love it <laughs> have you um have you done any emotional intelligence training or like courses like i know down in la there's like mitt or or no you just this is all meditation this is all like affirmations this is all fasting grounding yeah. Um, plant medicine has helped psilocybin has been amazing to connect dots yes. but as yes. far as like nlp stuff i know a lot of people ask me are you an nlp practitioner like do you understand like like these different linguistics i'm like i've read a book once yeah. but it just, it's just it comes in yeah i let myself to be in the receiving state and again we have so much answers and energy but as far as like programs no nothing specific nothing specific at the moment well yeah. it's beautiful because the the oxygen mask thing was a huge revelation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to preach against that. That was an indication of the evil of society. When you mm-hmm. get on a plane and they say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put on a loved one. And I was like, and so I was so twisted on. Wow. Yeah. I had so much self-hatred that I just could not even fathom that. I just could not fathom. It was, it, it was, mm-hmm. it would not even enter my space. And then in that anger, I was preaching and, and being really a verbal assassin on, on the uh-huh. evils. And when I went to that emotional intelligence training, I had this massive vision. They were talking about put the oxygen mask on yourself and you do this ego death um, ceremony. And, and uh, it was just, it was incredibly powerful, but I had this vivid vision while I'm laying there that the plane goes down and I'm with my oldest daughter Mm. And I put the oxygen mask on her mm-hmm. plane goes down. She survives mm. and I die and mm-hmm. she's walking distraught. And this other daughter, this other child and this um, father come and get her and take care of her. And she asked the girl, uh, the little girl, why did your daddy live? Wow. And the little girl said he put the oxygen mask on himself and then he put it on me. And uh, man, I could cry. She, and she said, why did my dad not love me enough man. to do that for him? And wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Change like radically changed me, brother. Radically that's changed me. One small action, one small story, one small vision, one, that's it. That's all it takes. And it, that that's all it sometimes takes for you to really, I call it the flip. Like you, you're, everything flips. It just, I get it now. And that ego just, it doesn't disappear. It's there, but it doesn't scream as loud, but that's powerful. I could hear it in your voice. Thanks for sharing that. That's these stories. And again, the the visual and the connection and just immediate biofeedback of bam, bam, bam. That's like a most powerful 30 second story I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's, that is powerful, but it all, it's all in alignment. That resonates a lot. Well, I, I'm so thankful to have this conversation with you. It's yeah. it's really it's really beautiful. Tell me about because um, the alkaline is a is a bigger mm-hmm. narrative that's coming up in water. And and I read um, 
I'm looking at my library, get off your acid. Um, uh-huh. And it was a good, it was a really good book for me as far as like understanding the acidic versus the alkaline foods yeah. and all that stuff. And, um, but walk, walk through not just the physical, but spiritual mm-hmm. component even of that. And like mm-hmm. you were talking about being, having a conduit of all yeah. that lining. Yeah, absolutely. No, this, this topic really fascinated me because I was such a food junkie. Like I was the garbage disposal growing up and you know, no part of the word acid alkaline was in my reality. I thought acid was like a drug people take and then alkaline was a battery that you put in your phone or something. That's all I knew. That's all I thought. That's all I was, I was taught and told. And then I started waking up and I told you I discovered Dr. Sebi and his component. Here's the thing for me. This is, this is my conclusions and my, my perspectives. Acid and alkaline is another term for voltage. Hmm. And voltage is the vibration in, there's so many ways to measure it, but when we're at a certain frequency and our cells are charged at a certain voltage, that is going to create more healthy cells, more duplication and replication. So anything very acidic is low voltage. It has, doesn't have as much life force. Anything that's alkaline is high voltage. It's a higher voltage, but it reads high voltage is a negative, low voltage is a positive. So it's confusing for some. So I think that's why not many people have gone past the acid and alkaline because of, you know, and another thing with the physical, people think an alkaline diet will change the pH of your whole body. The body's always regulating and it's constantly figuring out how to balance homeostasis with external environmental factors, internal emotional responses, subconscious thoughts, the food that you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that people get mixed up is like, for example, citrus. People are scared of it because it's so acidic. It burns, it's sour. But they forget the steps that the digestion process goes through. Their, their saliva is alkaline for the most part. So that's already transmuting. There's something called, and this is just stuff I've, I've researched just so in depth over the years. Um, it's it's a ash that happens after digestion. Our food breaks down. That's why our poop looks the way it does. That's a bunch of ash pumped together and makes it the color. So it's kind of like after a fire, you look at a fire pit, what do you see? A bunch of ash, a bunch of like gray and black. If you clumped together with water and other paste and fiber, that's, that's your waste. So everything gets broken down to an ash, an acidic or alkaline ash. That's what the body absorbs, not so much the superficial layer of what's on a label. So if you look at the cellular level, I call this zooming in, right? I just zoomed out a little bit, acid, alkaline, zoom in. Each cell runs at a certain charge, a certain frequency right? So keeping that cell voltage at a certain frequency, and there's a lot of scientists and doctors discovering this right now, um, just it's not mainstream. It, alkaline and acid is becoming mainstream. And in years, I think we're going to get past that to the voltage aspect. Um, so for me, tying into the spiritual side of quantum physics and spiritual enlightenment, um, it was fascinating because if you look at our chakras, what's the, what's the lowest one? What color is it? Uh, I actually don't know colors on the chakra or I couldn't purple or is it red? So red, 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 red's the root. What's, what's the crown purple, purple. Okay. On the pH scale, what's the acidic red. Oh, the red. Okay. So I don't even know. You're educating me, bro. This is good. So red is the acidic purple is the alkaline. That's interesting. So our chakra system, if you turn it, it's the pH scale. Oh, that is cool. What's at the middle? That's your heart. Your heart regulates at a 7.35, 7.45. The heart chakra is green. What's the scale color? It's green is neutral. If I got the word heart and I take the H and I put it at the end, you have earth. The earth vibrates at 7.83 hertz. 
that's Mother Earth's heartbeat. So we're pretty much identical to Mother Earth at that neutral space. What happens is when we consume acidic foods, free radicals, toxins, heavy metals, parasites, mucus, inflammation, that's all dense. It gets stuck in our root chakra because we're looking for survival. We're, we're fear. We're, we're ingesting things that could transfer fear like animal slaughter and things like that. And I was, I was, this is like quantum eating, I call it. And so you look at a lot of people who are scared right now, they're eating foods that are very dense, maybe full of mucus, full of acid, full of GMO, full of heavy metals, antibiotics, hormones, um, wherever it's from and energy in the food, whether it's from an animal or soil, everything's been discombobulated. So if we're stuck in the root, right, we're stuck in that uh, uh, root chakra, which is, could be acidic and red, we are ascending. So we're bringing this energy up. And as you bring this energy up, you start clearing your root chakra, which is a lot of prostate cancer for a lot of men because they're stuck in the root. Um, that's where a lot of parasites like to go. Then you go to the sacral, which is the reproductive organs, endocrine disruptors, pesticides and GMOs wreak havoc on both endocrine uh, systems, which is our chakra system. Then you get to the solar plexus, which is now the solar system. That's your gut. That's your third brain. You have your brain, your heart, and your gut. Uh, whatever order you want to call it. So if our solar system is all out of whack, we actually can't trust our intuition. That's why we pay a tuition to go to school because we don't trust our intuition. And as we keep going up to the heart center, that's the zero point. That's the neutral space. That heart center is more intelligent than any brain possible. It, it, it magnifies out. And it's interesting how we're six feet apart. The heart Goes right. six feet and pass. It's, energetic it's, field, yes. Energetic field. It's all, they're playing the game here. And then you go to the, the throat chakra and the crown, which is more the blues and the purples. And that's where you get that full enlightenment ascension. And so again, if you flip it, that's <laughs> going from an acid to an alkaline lifestyle because all you're doing, you're balancing it. And then your body finds the neutral point, the zero point, right in the, the heart center space. Wow. And so for me, to tap into that meditation and to, you know, pull up this energy and really kind of see for things for what it is and get these downloads and, and just have these answers, you know, read in my spirituality. It really comes down to how many, how much food that I can have that has full of water because water holds memory and life force. Mm -hmm. um, any animal product, any, you know, any GMO, any, all of these things, they lack water. And mm -hmm. so if it's taking water from you, it's taking your essence. That's why when you pass, your soul leaves because your soul cannot be housed in your water. The water is the house of your soul. There's actually an organ called the interstitium. You can look it up. This is a, something they just discovered. Why did they just discover it? Because when you die, they do autopsies. What happens when you die? There's no water left in your system. The interstitium disappears. It's a highway of interconnected networks between your skin and your muscles, kind of near the fascia. So when you die, this interstitium leaves, so they can't study it. So they started studying before people passed, they started looking, they found this interstitium, which houses all of this water. That's the water that holds your memory. So if I'm eating anything that has no water in it, remember water is conscious. If, water, if there's no water in it, my body has it, water is gonna go to where it needs to go. I'm gonna basically say, hey, all right, here's another $100 in my water bank to digest this dense acidic meal. I feel kind of sluggish, maybe a hangover, whatever. I do it again. I do it again. Now I'm in debt and I'm asking you for water, but instead I'm asking you for energy. I'm asking you for a coffee. So I'm screaming out loud, I'm thirsty, but my ego is going, I'm hungry. 
And that's another connection because when I start implementing fasting and intermittent fasting, um, you start realizing that 80% of digestion in, in, or 80% of energy in the human body is going to digestion. The amount of energy goes to break down food, to travel through our system, right? Especially we have such a long intestinal cord, uh, long intestinal tract, longer than a carnivore or anything like that. Our whole anatomy is designed for fruit. That's what I've come to a conclusion. We have hands to grab things. We don't have claws. We have molars. We have a digestive system that's longer. We're meant to absorb fruit. Why? Fruit has energy, water, life force, electrons, angstroms, minerals, ORAC values, enzymes, all of these things. Those are the building blocks of life. Amino acids, fatty acids, um, glucose and fructose. We talk about protein, carbs, and fats, but, but that's, there's a deeper layer that the system hasn't been taught. So to wrap it all up, eating more food with, with water, eating more food with life, eating more food that comes from a plant or the ground, um, eating more food full of minerals, that's gonna, and eating more variety colors of food instead of obviously, you know, think meat and stuff like that's red, it's dense or it's orange or it's seasonings. And, you know, I just started connecting this stuff and it bypassed all the fears of lacking a certain, you know, selenium or lacking uh, one vitamin. And whatever I couldn't get in an animal, like I used to eat, I get in a plant. Anything I absolutely can't get, I'm happy to sacrifice it because of how I feel now, or I'll just supplement it. And it just all started connecting because manifestation, dreaming, sleeping, energy, recovery, performance in the gym, uh, mental clarity, putting through 10 hour days without even eating. I'm just running off life force, electrons. That's my source of fuels, electrons. In the water I drink, the food I eat, the ground I touch, the air I breathe, and the sun I absorb. It's free energy. It's literally free. I love this. It's literally free. And when you can grasp that, you bypass the chemical and you go to the quantum, that's going to be the future of medicine with, with med beds and uh, plasma healing and sound therapy and um, electromagnetic. You've got Tesla coils. You've got yes. free energy. Yes. You've got uh, voltage charging, voltage therapy, pulse EMF frequency therapy. I implement all these. Like I've got all these little tools around my house. I'm just charging up my cells every single day. And it works. I've, I've, I've gained muscle. I've lost all like body fat. I just skin everything top to bottom. Um, Cause I did have fears. I'm O negative blood type and that program that you need red meat to survive. I haven't had red meat in two and a half years. I've never felt better in 31 years. Wow. Never. I've been sick in four years. I get six, seven hours of sleep at night. If not more, put in 10 hour days fast. I eat green juices, fruits. I'll have cooked meals here and there. But as long as I get those five life force pillars, water, living food, grounding, breathing, and sunlight. And then with meditation and my spirituality, I'm breaking through. you really truly realize how unique you are and how powerful you can be in terms of, of living physically. Yeah. Dude, that is so incredible and inspiring. <laughs> inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's and, awesome. You know, no, and no wonder plant medicine is such a um, – special relationship to our yeah. awakening and our presence and our being. And, you know, it's interesting. One of the things um, everyone has, everyone's coming from their own journey and their own sharing. And, and I've, I've talked to people who I really love and, and respect of their anti this, they're anti that they're And a lot of it has to do with plant medicines. But for me, plant medicine, psilocybin, ayahuasca, 
um, uh, like my first plant medicine ever was ayahuasca. I didn't, I hadn't done cannabis. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess we got to try cannabis. <laughs> see what's, what's going yeah. on there. You know, you jumped in the deep end. Yeah. I done sure. And, um, it was just, uh, it's so important. It really is. It's just so sacred and it's so beautiful. And, um, so healing. I got out of, you know, one, one night in ceremony, what I could not do in two and a half years of therapy every single week going, I mean, just could not, could not. Um, so it's cool to hear that. Yes, we are made for that. And then mushrooms are alkaline anyway. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, you're, I mean, there's no accident to these things. There's no accident to this. Everything's fine. It's so, yeah, they're powerful. I, I mean, they definitely the way I break it down, um, you know, just a, a, what is the best term? A cable system. So if you have your whole body as a cable system, more so your brain, right? We've got thousands and thousands of cords. Like if you go to a concert, you go to the backstage, you look at the speakers and a guy goes, cut that cord. And you're like, you don't even want, like there's thousands, millions of wires. Right. And if you miss the wrong cord, you're, the stage is messed up. So what happens is throughout our life with, with anything, right? The alcohol, drugs, stress, heavy metals, relationships, trauma, concussions, subconscious programming, all these things, it starts clipping our cords mm. and it keeps clipping our cords. So when we go to counseling, right, all we're doing, we're trying to figure out what's wrong with the cord, but internally it's they're they're like this. And so your therapist is trying to get you to, to create something within you, but that message is jumping out but it's not getting picked up. Yes. Mycelium, for example, or ayahuasca, any plants, what they're going to do is they're going to start Healing. growing together. Yes. They're going to recreate your neural pathways. They're going to yes. create your, uh, your transmitters because, you know, this is a brain cell yes. and here's another brain cell, right? You want that highway connection. That separation alone could keep you on a loop for 10 years of fear. Mm. This separation alone can keep judgment in your life for so long and you're trying to figure it out. You're doing your diet change, yes. you're, you're breathing, but there's just, there's no message, right? So plant medicine has the ability to then come in and go, think, mm-hmm. think, 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 yes. And next thing you know, you wake up the next day and you're, you're on a different timeline. Yeah. You're literally, yeah. you literally are in a different galaxy. hundred and next that 100%. highway. 100%. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, and, and I know we're, we got to wrap it here in a sec. Cause, uh, we get, but I do want to give, I just want to affirm like when I was young, when I talked about flying out of the body, mm-hmm. my crown chakra was always blown wide open and mm-hmm. I could hear from God. I could speak. I mean, um, I've always loved God, like every fiber of my being I have, cause I've been with him. I, I would watch myself with, I mean, it was just incredible. But my root chakra was, I, I thought what, holiness was or perfection was of the human being was to literally be clothing to the Holy spirit, to not be self, mm-hmm. to have absence of all self and just to be this like, and my first ceremony, my friends who are incredible humans in my life and, and really save, I credit them with saving my life. Um, they said, whatever the, whatever the medicine, whatever you feel led to do, just go with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. I mean, people, you have no concept of this. It probably sounds so crazy, but 
at one point I'm walking like a dinosaur, like a T-Rex on the earth and my feet are like, boom, boom. And I'm aware that my root chakras are like planting into the earth, like roots finally like digging down deep, like deep, deep. It was like I was becoming this tree Finally, like, and it was just at the very beginning of my healing of all these, you know, pathways, but it, I will never forget, oh, I'm shooting roots into the earth right now. And it, and people were coming up to me like, cause they knew it was my first time. I'm like, you okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing great. Like, <laughs> and it kept going like, boom. Yeah. And alignment and healing and wholeness and sovereignty and sentience and, and love and light and water and fire and salt and conduit and electricity like all these things are within and once we shed the roman system of mm-hmm. slavery mm-hmm. that is what this whole that's why i feel like i'm here on this planet is to wake people up there from the go. slavery of the roman system and i've shared many times where rome when they were political and military power sent emissaries to a new land and the two emissaries said, we're coming submit or die. And Rome in its cunning wisdom, when they lost the military power, changed it from emissary to missionary. And it was the same narrative. We're We're coming submit or die. And so people have been submitting or dying as opposed to saying, wait a minute. What game is this? <laughs> Who yeah. are you? Like, no, you know, and uh, it's just well, incredible. Dude, that's powerful. That you just, uh, I wish we had five more hours because I just got all kinds of downloads. Just from <laughs> so, like, we didn't even talk about word magic. We didn't even oh, talk brother. about stuff. Like, then let's, another one, but it's, let's do, let's do a few more of these. I feel like you and I have so much more to share. Uh, and, and, I just, uh, I'd give you the biggest hug if you were here. I got you, Brad. Yeah, seriously. I I just honor you. And um, how can people find you, follow you, connect with you? Yeah. Yeah, just uh come out better. That's that amount on Instagram. I have a YouTube page. I'm working on putting more videos. Um, I'm kind of a guy who hoards all of his videos and I just haven't put it on the YouTube channel yet, but I've got a website being made. Um, I do have just my Instagram page. I'm on Facebook, but Instagram's kind of where I'm at to share with and connect with me there. Um, I don't have a Twitter account and that's, yeah, that's probably the best way as of right now at come out better, shoot me a message, follow, share stuff, take it all. Like that. I, people ask me, can I share your stuff? I'm like, dude, share everything I have. I don't want it. I, I'm not here. You know, there's a whole last little notion with this Q movement. There's a lot of gatekeeping happening where I hey, I have certain info, you know, you got to listen to me or, you know, pay my thing, this, this, I'm like, ask me what you want. If you go through my DMS, I reply to everybody mm-hmm. and I'm an open book. And you know, all the stuff that comes to me is not for me. It's for the collective. Yeah. And I've gotten myself out of the way because there used to be times where, you know, you had to go through me or I'm a gatekeeper. Or I know it and you don't, but yeah. that was just such a, a deep shadow. So yeah, feel free reach out, do whatever. I'll, I'll post my, my, I got a link tree. So I've got all my links on my link tree on my, on my Instagram. Uh, but at come out better. That's the awesome. best place to find me. As and I'll put, I'll put the link in the, the show oh. notes and we'll, we'll share it out. And, and, oh. uh, let's 
please, let's do a few more of these. I want, I would love to talk more Q. I would love to talk, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I actually, this George Washington silhouette was a Q. This is the great awakening map yep. uh, right yep. here. Sure. And I've had champ on a few times and, uh, but uh, I swatched. I I swapped it out the George Washington silhouette. I figure it's a little bit more calming. But uh, yeah, yeah, brother. Um, so much good stuff right now, and so much yeah. beauty and goodness, and and you are part of that. And it's been a blessing to connect with you, mm-hmm. have your content in the feed, and just okay. There's a brother. Well, let's go. Let's. There you go, on. man. Thank Likewise, you. same to you. You you created this platform, and you're like everyone watching and following Lucas just it's just getting started like this is we are the news and we are all collectively creating this new earth and whether it's podcasts and websites it's all coming back to us we are we are the merchants we're the banks we're the entertainment we're the we're we're the celebrities you know we're the all-stars and we just got to keep remembering to wake up to it so keep sharing the drops keep sharing the nuggets we got many more to do and I, I can't wait to see what what comes out next come out and channel and then come out better from it who knows Love all's, it. Paul's in your court. I love it. I love it. Man, I I'm bummed that we had to cut that short. I could have kept talking to him for for a long time and we are committed to bringing more episodes, uh doing some more episodes together. So wow, water. Bruce Lee, be like water. Wow, guys, that's so cool. So, Chris, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your heart, your story, your passion. And, uh, brother, I look forward to many episodes uh, to come together. And everyone, brothers and sisters, this this is your time. What I would love you guys to do for your own benefit, nothing to do with me, but write down what you say to yourself about yourself. I think this is so important. Write down what you say to yourself about yourself. And then I want you to, if, if they're negative, if they're limiting beliefs, if they're um, even feeling stuck, like I have to keep grinding it out or, oh, I'm this or that. I want you to write the opposite or write whatever you want. I am lovely. I am beautiful. I am grateful. I am blessed. I am worthy. I am a king. I am a queen. I am royal. I am divine. Start speaking life over yourself, speaking truth which is the truth over yourself, that you are those things. And it's time to awaken to your beautiful divinity, to walk in the fullness of your purpose here on earth. And anyone that is detracting from that in your life, be it energetically, be it verbally, at work, family, or online, they are just bringing a mirror to you to reflect back in you, where you get to declare more love and light, where you get to crack open. If you get triggered by someone, go inside. Why am I getting triggered? What am I saying about myself? What does it say? What did they say or do that affected me in a way that made me feel less than? You get to explore that and then bring more light and love into your being. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, follow Chris on Instagram. I'll put his uh, information in the show notes. Follow me, join the journey of people, treating people like people and nothing less. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <laughs>